Hey guys, happy afternoon and happy Sunday. Oh my god, Christmas is so close and I have been crazy busy, which I am sure most of you can relate. My babies are out of school now, but I am so excited to spend um, 18 days just loving on them and spending time with them and being super present. So today I am going to talk to you about play small, stay small. Okay, this is something that just has, <laughs> I have a funny story, but this is something that has been ringing true in my head over and over and over the last two years in so many different aspects. I promised you I wouldn't just talk to you about my sobriety, um, that I would talk to you about other areas of my life because I know I was made to tell my story to a lot more people than just people that are giving up one bad habit. We all have bad habits. I still have bad habits. So take a listen um, to a couple of things that are on my heart that I just really want to share with you. So it's funny because me and my mom, um, we butted heads all the time growing up. Um, I don't know, you know, some of you have probably really great relationships with your parents. I would say my my relationship has never been amazing um but I love my mom I respect my mom and we just butt heads probably because we're a lot more alike than I think um so this is one thing my mom used to always tell me she used to say why are you comparing yourself to the bare minimum and let me unpack that for you because I want you to understand kind of my mindset my whole life it was to get by. It was to break even. And so this all started when I was in elementary school. Whenever I was in junior high, high school, it was, but I passed, but I, um, you know, I only got detention for a day, not a whole week like Susie or, well, at least I passed. That was my favorite one. At least I passed. I could have failed. And my mom would tell me, why do you always compare yourself to the worst? Why do you always compare yourself to the bare minimum of, of something that is worse than where you're at? Why don't you compare yourself to the best version of you? And oh, it used to make me so angry, but I, that is one of the biggest lessons I have held on to for my own children and just for my adult life is why do I compare myself to mediocrity? Why do I compare myself to, you know, just playing small? Because when you play small, you will stay small, end of story. And it all starts with thinking you can do something. I know that there are so many of you out there right now listening that probably already have a New Year's resolution. You know, our gut is so intuitive. Our gut is our second brain. And I used to think, okay, I will tell you that the older I get and the more lessons I learn, it is, it couldn't be truer. It absolutely could not be truer. Your gut does not lie. And your gut is a lot more than, you know, oh, turn left and not right because there's a spooky person behind that door. It's not the shit you see in movies. Your gut will tell you what you want out of life. Your gut will tell you, you know, when something's right, when something's wrong, when you you have a desire that you're actually capable of, of attaining, but you maybe are afraid. And so our gut will tell us our next move. We have to listen. 
you have to listen to your gut. So, oh, I hate to even tell this story, but I'm super transparent. So here we go. (laughs) I wanted a 2021 Escalade. And I want you to hear way more than just the materialistic aspect of this, please, I beg you, because that is what got me into this predicament to begin with, is playing small, staying small, and not wanting to claim really freaking awesome wild goals. And yeah, I'm just going to leave it at that. So I knew this year that my lease was up on my Cadillac Escalade, I knew that I wanted a brand new one and I wanted to buy it and I wanted to either pay cash for it or put a significant amount of money down on it um, because I work really hard and I'm just going to be transparent. I make a shit ton of money and I wanted that so bad. I also knew that that car was going to be a six-figure vehicle and I thought game on. This is awesome. I am going to work my ass off. I have bought a truck in cash, a boat in cash. I bought paid um, for my pool in cash, my kitchen renovations in cash. I cash is king in my head. That is how I pay for everything. Um, I knew, you know, I was either going to pay for it in cash or I was going to pay for a lot of it in cash. And I was excited. I was so proud. And I just put my head down and grinded. I knew that um, it was December. It was going to be late November, early December, whenever I had to turn in my car. And so I wanted freaking Cadillac Escalade. Like, I'm sorry. I don't mean this to be offensive, but it is a pimp mobile. It is a gangster vehicle. It is... I love it. Like, I love to turn up the music, the... Oh, I just love that car. That car was the first luxury vehicle I have ever had, and I didn't feel cooler in it. I felt luxurious, right? And that's the life I've created. And so we went to the dealership and I built one because you have to pre-order them. Like you can pretty much not go on any lot today and find one. Um, They are such a hot commodity. And with COVID, I knew they they called us in and told us you're gonna have to build it and order it and we're like okay so I built it out I was like uh, uh, down to every detail and I built a hundred and fifteen thousand dollar car and I was like you know this is what I want Jay's like cool you've worked hard um I mean I will just be super transparent like we made a million dollars this year I worked really fucking hard okay I deserved this car so I thought and the closer it got he would call and it would say well it's not on production yet it's not on production yet you know it looks like it'll be pushed out a week and that was fine because I had my car until uh I think it was December 3rd (laughs) and the closer it got the bigger of a chicken shit I got and I was like I don't deserve that that is ridiculous I don't deserve that car. That is stupid. That is too much money. Oh my God, what am I doing? And it makes me cringe now to even think like that because I know in my industry and I know because I'm proof of it, I can make that much in a month. And I started to panic and I started to think, I never thought like, oh, what if my business falls apart? I just thought 
because I know like I'm in control of my business. I just thought there is no way that I deserve to drive a six-figure luxury vehicle. That is ridiculous. People will hate me. That is bragging that I should not do that. I absolutely should not do that. People will resent me and I don't deserve that. I don't deserve to drive this really nice expensive vehicle. And so one day I looked at Jay and I said, cancel our order. And because we didn't have to do anything other than build it. And he's like, what? And I said, I don't need a six figure car. I don't need a car that nice. And he's like, why? Like you built that car down to the knob that you used to search for the radio. Like, why are you saying that? And I was just like, just cancel it. Nobody needs a six figure car. That's ridiculous. Um, I, I'm, I am, that's way out of my realm of how I should be living my life. This is stupid. And he was like, are you sure? And I said, yes, I found a different car I want. Let's just go get it. And he's like, well, what car is it? And I was like, it's a Mercedes. It is a $70,000 car. It will save us over $40,000 and that that's way smarter. And I, I just need to drive that Mercedes. I was like, my friends have them. They're beautiful, which they are absolutely gorgeous. And I was just like, you know, um, that that's just the car I'm going to get. And he's like, are you sure? I'm like, yes, I am sure. Cancel it. So that day we canceled it we drove down to mercedes i found the car i wanted i wrote a check for it and you know boom i was done i have a nice brand new 2021 mercedes and like i kept telling my friends i would tell myself because everyone's like i thought you wanted to escalate i thought you built an escalate and they were so excited for me and i'm like yeah but that was ridiculous like I, I shouldn't spend that much money on myself and i'm sure it's mixed with imposter syndrome mom guilt all of these things and i just thought my kids deserve that money more than i do that's what i kept saying my kids deserve that money more than i do and that that would just be so selfish mind you I have things in place for my children. I save money for my children every single month. I already have them significant savings accounts created and investments. And I, but I just kept telling myself, no, no. And I don't want this to come across as I settled for a Mercedes because that is like makes me sick to even say because that sounds so freaking selfish. But if you know my heart, that's not my heart. What I mean by settling for a Mercedes is that was not what I had put on my dream board this year. That is not what I had mapped out. That is not what I had gotten up and grinded for every single day. But that was the safe option, right? That was the, well... Oh, I'll just do this because that, that's probably more reasonable. And guys, like, oh, it makes me so mad at myself because what is reasonable is what you fucking want. If you want to go and build a million dollar home and you work your ass off for it and you can financially do that, why would you not? If that's your goal, that may not be your goal, but if that is your goal, you don't get to chicken the fuck out once you make it happen. And that's what I did. So, well, follow me here. I kept telling people, you know what? I, I shouldn't be happy with the $70,000 Mercedes that I paid cash for. I should be so proud of this. But I'm not going to lie to you. That wasn't my dream car. That was not the car I had gotten and visualized myself driving and had gotten up and worked so hard for every single day. And the more days passed, 
the more regret I had, not because I didn't love my Mercedes. It has nothing to do with not being grateful because I was afraid to make this podcast. I'm going to be honest because I don't want people to think I'm ungrateful. I'm very fucking far from ungrateful. I was just so like small minded in this moment. So crazy story. And I haven't even shared this really publicly. I went on a staycation with Jay. We went to Dallas for a couple of nights. I got us a really amazing hotel room. Um, just to really like date my husband. Right. And so we're running errands. We are in the Mercedes and it won't turn on. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Mind you, I get things break. I understand all of that. But like I had my Cadillac for three years and legit, knock on wood, never, ever, 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 ever had a problem with it. Ever. Ever. I never even had a flat tire. Ever. And I get it. That that I get that that doesn't make Mercedes shitty, right? I don't think Mercedes are shitty at all. It was, it was just more of a, man, this car is a year old or, or not a year, a month old. A month old. What? So I'm sitting there and I'm just like, man, we're all the way over here. We're supposed to be going to dinner. And it just kind of was like a, I don't know, a rain cloud. But Jay's like, Court, it's fine. We'll call. We'll get it taken care of. He's like, we we don't have dinner reservations. We can just go eat whenever. Like there's plenty of shopping in this um, little area where we're broke down in. So no big deal. And I'm like, you know what? You're right. No big deal. So we get a loaner car, they bring it to us, which was so nice. Um, they take my Mercedes in and we have this loaner car and we finish up our trip and we come home and we've called and they're like, we don't know what's wrong with it. We call again and they're like, we don't know what's wrong with it. And I'm like, man, like, what do you mean you don't know what's wrong with it? It just, it blew my mind. I was not angry that something was wrong with it. I was more had this like feeling of shit like my car's only a month old like I don't think that would sit well with anybody no matter what car you had right but much less like writing a check for a car and knowing like feeling like a badass that it is paid for and then you're like uh it won't work I don't know like it just doesn't feel very good okay so we're laying on the bed and finally I looked at Jay and I said Jay I don't like my car and he said, what do you mean? Because it broke down. And I said, no, I don't, I, I don't like that car because that wasn't my dream car. And every day I get into it and it's not my dream car. And it's a very nice car. And actually I do love the car, but that's just not my dream car. And, and man, I'm mad at myself. And he's like, what do you, what do you mean? And I said, He's like, you told me you were okay with this. And I said, that's because I won't spend that kind of money on myself, right? And he's like, you're right. And I said, it took me two years to buy a Chanel bag. He's like, yeah. And I said, it finally took you going, go buy it. I said, because I don't think I deserve those kind of things, even though I work so hard for those kind of things. And he's like, you do. And he's like, but you said you wanted to save, you know, the extra $40,000. And I said, yes. That is me being lack-minded. Sorry, I had to take a drink. <laughs> um, and I said, $40,000, Jay. I said, I want you to think about that. How long would it take me to make that? And he told me how long, which I know I'm super blessed. I have busted my ass to create what I have. So please don't get it twisted. I work my ass off every single day. Um, but I do make really good money. And I said, yeah, 
it would only take me X amount of weeks to recoup that $40. I said, I fucking deserve that. And he's like, well, I always thought you deserved it. He's like, but I thought you were genuinely happy buying this. And I said, that's because it was the safe option. And we've been working a lot on our communication. I'll get into that later (laughs) in another episode when we're ready to share. But I finally just broke down and told him how I felt. And he was, I said, but I feel so fucking ungrateful. I feel like such a brat. I feel like, oh my God, how are these words even leaving my mouth? And he's like, dude, no, like you've worked so hard. If you're not happy and you did want that dream car, then let's go get it. And I'm like, but I'm going to lose money. And so anyways, long story short, we looked at all of these cars online and every time we would call, they're like, yeah, that's a stock photo. We don't really have that. Yeah, that's a stock photo. We don't really have that in or we just sold that because like I told you, it's a very hot commodity, right? You cannot just walk on a lot right now and get an Escalade. If you can get one like a 2021, there's probably one, maybe two, and they'll be gone within 24 hours. So I actually found the one that I built and they had still ordered it it, and it had gotten delivered to Frank Kent Cadillac and I called and it wasn't there they had sold it they're like we just sold it it wasn't even here 24 hours and I was like okay all right and I was like you know what then that's a sign I need to sit down and humble myself and they're like but our truck just got here and there is a brand new better version of what you had ordered and um it's still in the wrapper do you want pictures of it And I looked at Jay and I said, yeah, I want pictures of it. I said, I want it. He's like, what do you mean you want it? I said, I've already gone and looked at him. I want it. I was like, tell him to unwrap it, send me photos. And I said, let's get ready. So we got ready. We drove down there. I walked up and the feeling I got, I got goosebumps all over me. And I'm like, that's my fucking car. I'm like, that's what I've gotten up. And that's why I've supersized my dreams and my work ethic for the last year. That's the car I want to drive. And he's like, okay, done. So we walked in. um, We did not ride check for the whole thing because I could not. I just could not. (laughs) But I will tell you this. We put a lot of fucking money down. And knowing that I still own a Mercedes that now we've got to go figure out what to do with. And I lost... um, a little bit of money on this mistake, I didn't care because I had played small. And if I play small, I'm going to stay small because when you, what did we talk about last week? Residual habits. If I niche down, if I shrink in one area, I shrink in every area. I know that about myself. I start playing small in everything I do. I think that that life, that next level that I've created in my mind should not be my reality. And guys, I cannot tell you enough how important it is to supersize your dreams. But don't forget to supersize your work ethic. Don't forget when you supersize your goals, you have to supersize what you do every day to work towards those goals. But do not chicken out when you are have arrived and you're like, okay, it's time. I, I said I was going to go and, and pay cash for that trip to Tahiti. Or I said whenever we put this pool in, I was going to write a check. Don't chicken out. 
If you went and made that shit happen, you deserve it. You deserve it. And furthermore, don't put easy shit on your dream board. Guys, if you put stuff on your dream board that you already know you can get, then you will never level up. And if you're listening to this, chances are you found me through, yeah, sobriety, but more than likely through what I do for a living. And I don't put easy shit on my dream board. I don't put things on my dream board that I know how I'll, I will get. I put things on my dream board that make me get out of bed every morning and work. Because if not, I stay comfortable. If not, I play small, I stay small. So with all of this being said, guys, dream big, play big, live big. And I know, I I do want to wrap this up with my sobriety. I knew in my gut I needed to get sober for all of this shit to happen, okay? If I wouldn't have gotten sober, you wouldn't be listening to me right now. I wouldn't be driving a six-figure car. I wouldn't have a paid-for pool. I wouldn't have a fill-in-the-blank. I wouldn't have a family, you guys. My gut had been screaming at me to get it together. I would tell myself, yeah, but I don't drink all day. Yeah, but I've never gotten arrested. Yeah, yeah, what was I doing? I was comparing myself to the worst case scenario. Guys, do not live your life comparing yourself to worst case scenario. You may be better than worst case scenario, but that doesn't make you fucking great. Go and think of the greatest grandest version of you and map out what is it going to take to get that version of you in 2021 and let's go fucking get it have a great Sunday you guys